You are listening to Empower Me with Aerie. Welcome everyone to Empower Me with Aerie show. I am Erica Holmes. I go by Queen Aerie because there is royalty on the inside of each and every one of us. The Bible talks about it. It says that we are a royal priesthood, a chosen generation. And I love to say, like my pastor, he always mentions, as we know our identity, we therefore know our authority. You guys, it's so important, so imperative to know your identity because when you do, nothing is going to be able to stop you. Thank you all for joining me today. I'm super excited. I'm humble to come before you guys and share whatever it is that God has given me, whatever he gives me each episode, and I pray that it blesses you powerfully. We're going to be talking about today taking off. I believe this is an in-season word that God is sharing, um, something that he wants us to literally hear right now because it's something that we need to be doing right now. So before I start, I'll say a quick prayer and we're going to jump right into it. And so Heavenly Father, I come before you and I say thank you. I come before you and say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Come before you with a heart of gratitude because literally I can only do what I do with you. I thank you, Father God, that I understand that I'm connected to the vine and therefore I can produce fruit. I thank you, Father, for everyone that is tuning in to the show, ones that will tune in, that their lives will change and that they will not be the same. They won't be the same that they came in, but their lives will be better after they hear what it is that you're going to release through me. I humbly come before you, Father God, and release this message, and I ask your Holy Spirit to move as you see fit, Father. I ask your angelic host. I thank you for the angelic hosts that are and the ministering angels are ministering around the people that their hearts are ready to receive this receptive and that their ears are attentive to what it is that you're saying in this hour, time, and season. Help us to take off, Father, during this hour like never before for your name's sake. Give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor in Jesus' majestic name. Amen. So wanted to definitely open up in prayer um, because I, I want us all to really, really hear what it is that God is saying. And so um, I, I've been hearing the same type of message for uh, just, you know, recently. And it is because when I constantly get confirmation or hear the same thing, God is saying, it's now, it's now, you know, um, it's now. And so, of course, I always have to eat of it first. And then he gives it to me to share with you all. But I, I, the message is called take off. It is time for us to take off you all. And what I mean by that is it's time for us to take off as the disciples of God. Listen, you all, we have an assignment. We literally are ambassadors of God. We have an assignment and that assignment is to move. We must be about our father's business during this time and this hour like never before. As just as Jesus talked about it when he was here on this earth. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 28 verses 17 through 20, it says, when they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority. You guys, I want to repeat that. All authority. He didn't say some authority. Well, a little bit authority now and a little bit authority later. No, 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 no. You, you disciples, listen. Jesus said 
all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. You guys hear this. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am always with you even until the end of the age. Amen. And so you guys, this is imperative because literally it is time to make God's name greater. Somebody would say, well, how can I do that? You do that by sharing the good news. You do that by walking in your calling. You do that by fulfilling the purpose that God has chosen for your life. It is not about you and I, you know, making our name great. Oh, me, 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 me. No, it is about the greater one that lives on the inside of us. Just like in uh, John 15 and for we have to this is a reminder that literally we're disciples and we can only do what it is that God allows us to as we're connected to him it says abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine neither can you unless you abide in me This is a key highlighted point. Again, we can do nothing without God. Listen, so as we are sent on this journey, the assignment is all about him. Guys, I I just, I really feel like I need to just stay here for a few seconds. You all, we have to be so humble during this hour to literally allow God to work through us and not forget the power source like never before, because God is going to, to manifest signs, wonders, and miracles. Things are going to happen, and we have to be careful to not take his glory. As we see in the Bible, when once took his glory, even the, the pride, the insolence that was found in Lucifer himself, look what happened. He fell from his place and he can never, ever get that position back. So you all, I, I want us to know this because literally when we keep this in, my, in mind again, people are going to be healed. They're going to be saved. They're going to be delivered. And we have to understand that God will bless us tremendously daily in our lives. But again, humility has to be there to give God the glory. Do not take God's glory. And so Jesus, again, was the greatest example. I love using him because he was the greatest example that we could see, period, on earth. And so he he came to earth with this mindset, even though we know he's 100% God, 100% Hundred percent man, and literally we have that same example um, and, and, and same experience that we can have. But Jesus said, "It says then he said to them, most assuredly I say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself, but what he sees the Father do for whatever he does." And it says the Son also does in like manner. You guys. Even Jesus himself, again, who was born and and who was born, who was God in flesh, the firstborn of many took no reputation of his own, but honored his father's will and his father's command. 
Well, it talks about this in the Bible. If anybody know that follows any or looks at any of the episodes, you're going to get a lot of scripture because I want you to leave with something that's going to last. I want you to be able to go back to it, look in the scriptures and say, ah, I remember what God said. I want this to be a lasting effect in your life. Philippians 5, 7 through 8, it says, let this mind be in you, which also was in Christ Jesus who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal, equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bond servant and coming in the likeness of men and being found in the appearance as a man. He humbled himself, the Bible says, and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. You guys, God is wanting us to allow him to use us for his glory. We cannot fear who God chooses, but we must understand who he chooses, he will sustain. We cannot allow fear to have the upper hand in our lives. Remember this, who God chooses, he does on purpose. Again, John 15, 16, more scripture. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you shall go and bear fruit, that your fruit shall remain, that whatever you ask the father in my name, he shall give to you. God placed you where you're supposed to be. So it's time for us to be able to move where we're at. I, I want, I even feel, feel like sharing this right now. Some people may literally say, well, it's not perfect right now. I don't have everything that I need right now. You know, just a little bit more money or I have to wait till I get this bigger. I have to wait. What? But, but no more excuses. Listen, the, uh, let the excuses be gone. Um, as as a, a, a notable um, person who is very influential in my life for a season said, we don't make excuses, we make adjustments. Because listen, when God speaks, we need to be moving forward. God has placed you where you where you are supposed to be. Use what you have at this moment as God is prompting you. And guess what? As you're faithful over that little thing, God will give you greater. He will expand and allow you to, to rule over much. But it starts with using what you have. 2 Corinthians 2.18, but now God has set the members, each one of them in the body as he pleased. We got to keep that in mind. We're talking about taking off. We have to take off and use what God has given us. You can't look at one person and says, oh, well, I want to be a prophet like them. You know, I don't want to be evangelist. Listen, everybody has a certain level of grace for the gift that God has given them. God has may not, God may um, probably didn't give you the, the, the grace to be a prophet. It, he, he, the Bible talks about that it's good for all of us to prophesy, but not everybody will be in the office of a prophet. But if he's made you and put you in the office of an evangelist, you better use that and you better go Go forth full, forth, full force with everything that God has chosen for you to be. Listen, the time for comparison is over. God needs you now, okay? He needs you now. And for whatever reason, I even sense that there, there are some siblings, some older, older siblings, some sisters. I, I sense that there's this lady in, a, you know, in her 40s, 50s, late 40s, early 50s. And I sense that she's kind of a little contention uh, between the siblings and they're in ministry. 
and and you've always wanted the position of your other sister. But God is saying, no, I chose you to have the gifts that you have as administrative gifts that I, I just sense. I've chose you to have those gifts for a reason because you're relevant. What you have is relevant. And as you work it, you're going to be so fulfilled as you begin to operate in the very call that God has chosen for your life. Guess what? More doors are going to open, but you got to be faithful with what God has given you. Let go of comparison, repent and ask God to help you move literally with more fulfillment and what you have. And so, um, so we're going to go back to this. And so we have to understand that our power is not of us, but it is of him, his majestic spirit. And we cannot forget this because remembering this shall keep us humble. Second Corinthians four, seven. It says, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. You guys, are you hearing this? We are chosen for this assignment and must go forth full forth force and to fulfill the plan that God have for our lives. It's, and so we must teach the nations as the Bible talks about. We must show them the light. How do we do that? By operating again in the purpose or the gifts that God has chosen for you, has chosen you for. We can't make complicate this, you guys. We cannot complicate this and say, well, I don't know. No, 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 no. What are you good at? What has God called you to? What do you do that you have more grace for that other people don't? Listen, you got to pay attention to that and use your gifts to bring God glory. Use your voice to draw them to God. And, 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 you know, unfortunately, a lot of times enemy will work uh, double time to pump fear into people when God has called them to come forth, especially singers. You know, I, I was in a singer group and whatnot, but I've noticed that, you know, I had to overcome it and I overcame it. But when people could really sing or God has really called them to sing, it's, it's just something about it. So much fear tries to take over them where they literally are muffling the Holy Spirit or, or shutting down the very gift that could deliver somebody else, the very gift that could deliver them, the very gift that could cause literally uh, monies and greater financial manifestation to come in their lives to be blessed. It's not only for them, but for other people. I rebuke right now in the name of Jesus, the spirit of fear. We bind that ugly spirit. And anything that it's connected to that's trying to uh, be uh, trying to have a ripple effect like a python spirit to drain and to prevent the people of God from going for fear. You have no authority. We bind that spirit. We loosen right now perfect love into the lives of God's people. We command right now that you shall have a greater revelation of the love of God and of your identity to move forward the way that God has called you to. And so. Uh, we must use our gifts for his glory and we must take off now like a rocket because why it is harvest time, you guys. And it's, this is not about, oh, I have to go two, three thousand miles away to, you know, to, to get the harvest to talk. No, 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 no. There's Zoom. You got family, your brothers, your sisters, your cousins. Whoever God leads you to, that is the harvest. Matthew 8, 
35 through 38. It says, then Jesus went all about, went about all the cities and the villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when they, he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion because they were weary and scattered like sheep with no shepherd. But then he said to his disciples, the harvest truly is plentiful, but the labors are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. What is this saying? It is saying God is calling us, you and I, to be laborers for the harvest. You literally have what it takes. It's time to take off. And as we say what God says and do what we see him do, just like Jesus then the results will happen like we've seen in the Bible. The God of the harvest, the Lord of the harvest is here. And so I want to just give some practical things that you all can do that we all can do to stay grounded and to literally stay humble so that God can continually use us. Number one, we can we have to remember that we were created on purpose for a purpose. What do I mean by that? Again, we are ambassadors of the kingdom. With that said, our duties are needed on earth to expand God's kingdom. We must continue to see ourselves as ones with purpose to be used. You have purpose. Think about it. Everywhere we go, everywhere we look around, Everything has a purpose. It was created on purpose for a purpose. The cars we drive, the clothes we wear, the food we eat, computers, TVs, etc. They all have a purpose. A can opener has a purpose and it fulfills its purpose as it is used. You all, we are the same way. We were created literally and we have to begin to uh, walk as God prompts us to so that literally our purposes in life as are fulfilled. If it's writing that book, go ahead, write that book, start that business, start the church, expand the church, whatever it is that God is saying, let his light shine brightly through it. You all be his hands and feet. It is time to take off. No more pity parties, no more sulking and saying, Last season was so hard, this and that. Yes, but guess what? You are still here. You are still standing. And that right there is something to be grateful about. That right there is another reason as to why you need to move forward with the purpose that God has chosen for your life, you guys. Let his light shine through you right now. There is a reason why you are here. The sooner you realize that, the sooner... Literally, you should desire to take your life more seriously and not live any kind of way. This is not a message of rebuking or saying, you know, you got to be perfect, this and that. No, 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 no. Yeah, we all make mistakes. I do too, but I get back up. I repent, ask God to help me. And how does he want me to move forward from that place? Don't get stuck and make, you know, stuck after you make mistakes. Okay, it happens. Keep moving forward. Guess what? God still has use for you. He still has use for you. Number two, let your testimony speak. These are ways where we could take off and remain humble to allow God to continually use us. We must allow what God has done for our lives to be shared with the world. 
God did not bring us out of this test or that test for us to keep it to ourselves. Do not allow pride to keep you from helping somebody else. Literally, it is not about only that you were healed. No, but literally we need to be asking how else can the story of my healing help somebody else? Who else can be delivered by seeing me still standing, knowing what I've gone through? Who else can be free by feeling the love that I give, that God allows me to give literally to somebody else? Who else? Our mindsets must be on the who else and not just myself. Listen, I'm going to say that again. Our mindsets must be on the who else and not just myself. This is imperative. Jesus' mindset was not on himself. It could have been, but it wasn't. His mindset, as Philippians talked about, was on the joy of seeing us free. Think about that. Come on. Take off like a rocket. Your mindset, your perspective of walking in the purpose to care for someone else. Literally, we have to have that same mindset that Jesus did. He did it by he did it by showing and sharing his father. That's how Jesus did. And now, you know, that's our fathers to others. How did he do it? This brings me to point number three. We must continue to show love. The Bible talks about Jesus had compassion for the people. He showed love to the people. He's seen them. His love, Jesus, his love literally got the attention of the people because he showed them love. He met them where they were. He didn't come and say, I'm going to judge, you know, this and that. No, 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 no. The ones that were really judged were the ones that thought they had everything together. They wanted to point everybody else, but they weren't fixing them. Now, the inside of themselves, but Jesus came to those who needed them. He came and showed them that they were not overlooked, that they were cared for, that literally they had purpose and they were loved by God. We can't forget what John three sixteen says. It says, for God so loved the what? The world. It didn't say for God so loved just the people that knew him. No, the, the world, the ones that didn't know him, the ones that didn't care about him. God said, I love you because he sees them as family. And he's and God is a God that says, I'm going to do whatever I need to to restore my family. And so God literally loved them through Jesus to show them that he wanted them restored. The ones that um, the ones that needed Jesus was restored. You guys, I want you to catch that. The ones that needed Jesus was restored. So the ones that God will send you to that need what it is that God is going to put on the inside of you, you're gonna they're gonna see manifestation. And so God will order your footsteps again and lead you to the ones that need to be restored. How can we do that on a daily? And so we do that. Now brings me to point number four by doing what Jesus did. He stayed at God's feet. He stayed in God's presence. When he wasn't ministering or hanging out with his disciples, he was spending time with his father. He understood his help and guidance came from him. He understood that he was successful because of who he was connected to. Literally, the Bible talk about when we hear he, you know, he did what uh, he's seen God doing and, and he said what he heard God say. Jesus was literally led by Holy Spirit. In order to be have that intimacy, we have to spend time with God. Speaking from a um, humanistic standpoint, he knew 
how to keep his battery charged per se. And again, you know, it, it was his time with God that reminded him literally who sent him there on assignment. It was it was a time that Jesus spent with God that reminded him of his assignment, even in his weakest moments, as we've read about, um, you know, um, when he was literally about to get on the cross of wanting to turn around and he asked, could this cup be packed? Could this cup pass me? But he kept saying, not my will, but your will be done. He still went forth with his assignment. How, how can you do that? By spending time with someone, by being intimate, by knowing, by staying connected to the source. Literally, he was so connected to the source that he was okay with fulfilling his assignment. He was okay with going through his journey. Jesus was okay with doing whatever it is that he was called to do because he understood he was sent. He was sent on purpose for a purpose, and he took off. He took off at 12 years old, his parents looking for him, his mom, you know, and Joseph looking for him. Where is he? Where is he? Where was he? What did he say? He said, I was, I'm, I was about my father's business. I've been about my father's business. And they're like, what are you doing? But I'm laughing, but I'm saying this because he understood how imperative it was to fulfill the assignment of his father. And so we have to have that same mindset. So when we stay tuned into, stay connected to the source, we're going to get what we need. We are vessels full of power. And so I want to read this to us briefly. Um, uh, the scripture rings in my ear when I talk about this, but Isaiah 61 through 3, arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and the darkness, the people, but the Lord will arise over you and his glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light and the kings to the brightness of your rising. Playtime is over. There are people crying out, waiting for help, needing God. Some of the richest people in the world are the most miserable. They are the most empty on the inside. Some people don't even believe in God and need him dearly. Some people are so depressed that they're ready to commit suicide right now. Some people do not have hope, but you have hope. You have the answer. You have God. Give them light. Give them Jesus. He is the antidote to all of that. So why wouldn't you share and take off like a rocket right now? I literally want us to do this briefly before we begin to wrap this up. I want us to take the time to stop and to think where were we before we knew Jesus? Take a few moments. Think about it before we actually decided to give him our yes. Think about it right now. Remember how empty you were? Remember there was a void? Remember you did not have hope? Remember you didn't have what you needed? Then I want you to switch that thought. And I want you to go back and remember the day you accepted Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. You remember how excited you were? You remember that feeling, that remember that freedom, that peace you have had? Now go and give them Jesus. They need what you've experienced. They need that experience. They need his power. They need to know that he is real. They need to know that they can be redeemed, restored, that they could be put back into their proper place, that the great grace giver has hit the scene and they can experience him too. He's not just for you. He's for all of us. Let them know that they could be a part of his family, that they are positioned in victory as the Bible talks about in Ephesians 2. In Ephesians chapter 2, it literally says, that we were raised up together and made us sit in heavenly places 
in Christ Jesus. I want you all to even write that down and begin to go back to that scripture, Ephesians. I want you to read chapter two, verse four through 10. Read that because it's going to change your, the, I believe the trajectory of your life is going to change your perspective when you understand where you're positioned, when you understand that you're in victory, when you understand how broken you were, when you didn't have Jesus, how you needed him, how empty you were, when you remember that feeling, now think about somebody else and go and give them Jesus. Know the truth. The truth shall set you free. It's time to take off like a rocket. You've been authorized. You've been chosen to be God's hands and feet. Those who need you again will recognize you. I pray that this message bless you powerfully. If anybody out there wants to accept Jesus, I want you to just repeat this. God in heaven, I thank you so much for loving me that you sent your only begotten son to die for me. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. Come into my life. Make me new. I want to live my life for you. If you said that, rejoice because this is your new day of salvation. Remember to renew your mind. It's the gold mine. Love you all. The preceding program was brought to you by the Holy Spirit Broadcasting Network, HSBN Television. Empower me with Aerie.